Hello, welcome to AFCast. I'm your host, Malcolm, and today we want to say... Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year! New Year's! Alright, well, that was butchered. Um, <laughs> Good. So, yeah, so essentially this is the very first AFCast episode that's coming out this year. Uh, it's gaming discussion of actually pretty much 2019 in total, uh, but also for January. Um, I do want to start off by saying, like, to be completely honest, 2016 was our last good year when it came to games. Um, obviously, we have had good titles in 2017 and 2018, uh, but I do believe that 2016 was our last good year for gaming as a whole. And I, I also think that 2019 will have something like that as well. So... Yeah, so let's get right into it. So our gaming discussion is basically uh, each of our top 10 anticipated games, most anticipated games that are coming out this year. Uh, and I am with Bryce A. Hi. Bryce M. Hola. And Ethan. What's up? So yeah, so I'm going to start off. We're going to go one by one. Uh, these are in no particular order. So yeah, I'll get started. So my number one is Anthem, or I guess not number one, but the first one on my list is Anthem. So this looks like an absolutely amazing game, in my opinion. Uh, it's something completely different, and it's the they already have a ton of lore for it, and it's just it's amazing what um, what they've actually created. This uh, open world game, it looks very interesting. The trailer was definitely very impressive, both the gameplay trailers and the uh, you know, cinematic trailers. But, yeah, it's just like all the game mechanics look smooth. Everything in the game looks really smooth. The enemies in the game are really well designed. And once again, once again, they have lore already, which is a big part of what makes a game unique, in my opinion. So I find it... I find that it will be a really good game that's coming out this year, and I'm really excited to play it. And for any of those uh, of you who don't know what lore is... Um, lore is essentially just the extra stuff in a game, so kind of like, kind of like the extended universe type deal, where you have like books, comics, even websites, uh, where you know the developers have gone on and you know explained certain things that are extra to a game that you don't actually learn from the game, uh, but it is extra and it does make you know the world make a little bit more sense. Um, so lore is just kind of like all that extra stuff that you don't learn inside the games, but you can still find out from other sources. Uh, yeah, so so next we have Bryce Say with his... Alright, so my one. first game on this list, like he said, we're not doing this in any order, but um, my first game is Borderlands 3. Um, I've played Borderlands 2 and I absolutely loved it, and I couldn't wait for Borderlands 3 and we're finally going to get it. That's all I have to say. Uh, for my first game, I picked... Uh, this isn't really a game, but it's a big DLC for uh, Cuphead. Cuphead 2, basically. And uh, the first Cuphead was awesome. It was super fun to play, and it was like really like cool design and everything. They so, announced this at uh, E3, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. It, it just, it, I'm super excited for it. It's going to be awesome. And the first on my list is, like, uh, Malcolm as Anthem. And... The reasons on my list is mostly the same as Malcolm, as he said, the interesting story, the good game mechanics, all of that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to move on to my number two, which is Death Stranding. Uh, and to me, this game, just everything that's come out, I have no idea what the heck is going on. And for some reason, I like that. I don't know why. It just seems very compelling. 
um, especially trying to fit it together. They haven't really com- like compiled much together to share to the community. But a lot of people are really excited for this just because of its mysterious nature. And it looks it looks really interesting, especially with all the uh, cool, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, like, weird phenomenon that's going on. Uh, and I'm not sure if, like, people are almost extinct. I'm not sure if they're hiding in colonies. Like, we're not really... There's a lot of subtle details that they've thrown in that have kind of made this uh, game this title interesting to me and it's just it looks really well done as well is this the one with the baby that gives a thumbs up yeah yeah that's i don't i can't remember game news that's the only way i remember is this the baby so my next game is payday 3 i love payday 2 and uh in the video game world where you can't have anything happen who wouldn't want to be a freaking bank robber or something no, that's a joke. Don't take that seriously. <laughs> don't listen to anything I say. But, um, Kids, don't do this at home. Uh, your discretion is advised. No. Um, but Payday 3, Payday 2 was really fun with the uh, uh, stories and stuff, and I can't wait for Payday 3. Ethan? Uh, yeah, my same thing with me. I've got Payday 3, too. And, oh, man, <clears throat> Payday 2 was just awesome. Everything about it was super fun to play and everything. So yeah. I'm very excited for Payday 3. Very excited. And again, like Malcolm, my number two is Death Stranding. And much as what he said, where the whole mystery behind what it is right now is why I'm interested in the game. And because I really love games that do that, where you don't know what's going on, and you actually have to look into the trailer, try to figure things out on your own, and it's not all just handed to you. I always call them investigative trailers, because you kind of just have to like just investigate What's going on? That's a great way. To, it just doesn't make sense. That's a great way to get someone to play your game. Exactly. You make yeah. it like confused, like what's going on, and then they're like, "Oh, I gotta play it to find out." Yeah. In my opinion, that's way better marketing strategy than <clears throat> just making the graphics look better than it does in the game. Um, kind of like what Just Cause Four did. Like the graphics were way better in the trailer than or trailers than the actual game was. The actual game was like Just Cause Two graphics basically, but they made it. The Just Cause 4 trailers were like, oh, this is like this. Or even apps. Apps make it look like it's a console game or a PC game. And then it ends up being this crappy, like, freaking <clears throat> app that you have to get on your iPhone or Android device. Candy just... Crush. <laughs> and what they show in the trailer is, like, not even what the game is. Yeah. It just is to add, uh, to dramatize it so you're more likely to get it. Yeah, in my opinion, the the investigative trailer, as I call it, is way better marketing strategy than anything else because they tend to be more popular as well. Like, especially Halo Infinite right now. I mean, I know they have an ongoing series, but Halo Infinite, oh their whole trailer, they said literally nothing during the trailer. All it was was just showing a couple environmental landscapes, uh, Master Chief, and some soldiers. And everyone's hype, and everybody's trying to figure out what it is. People even depicted in alien language that no one knows just to know what the frick is going on. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's those types of things are way cooler to me than better graphics. I'm starting so. to think you like the Halo series. I don't know why. <laughs> I, do Halo like Halo. I do like the Halo series. Uh, anyway, so let's get on to number three. So uh, the third one on my list is Doom Eternal. And who doesn't want to be a superhuman, you know, I don't know, I'm not sure if he's crazy or not, but I mean, he literally just goes around in hell 
rampaging and killing demons. I mean, some demons even worship him because he's so powerful and OP. I mean, like, you just run around. It's basically like Crackdown 3 plus Just Cause plus Just Cause. Like, Crackdown plus Just Cause combined with demons. (laughs) Dude, he's my dad. So it's just like... He's... I don't know, he's so cool, and all the other games... I mean, I know they're all basically exactly the same, but it's still cool every single time, and so I'm really excited for Doom Eternal, because it's just... I mean, I want to kick another demon in the face, so... This is Doom! That was really bad. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's something cool that we found out off this website. Um, So, everyone knows every year Call of Duty comes out with a new game. Well, my number three is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. I don't really remember how it got announced or how they found out. I don't remember either. But all we know is that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 is coming out 2019. September. In September. And I'm really excited. I've always loved the Modern Warfare series. I've pl- I'm trying to play uh, through the storyline right now. I'm uh, just finishing up Mon- the first Modern Warfare, and I can't wait for it. Mm. Uh, my number three is uh, Dead Island 2. Uh, another sequel game. I love the first Dead Island. It was super fun and everything. So, yeah, I'm just hyped for whatever Dead Island 2 is going to be. I'm excited. And uh, my number three is, like Bryce, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. Because, much like him, I play this a lot. And it's, or the Modern Warfare series a lot. And it was really fun to get into and play. And unlike all the Call of Duty's that have been coming out recently... It seems like it's going to be going back to its roots, back to the other Modern Warfare, not the super high-tech advance that the recent Call of Duties have been. Which I prefer. I'm not a big fan of futuristic games. I mean, like, a few are okay, but, like, once you were, like, Call of Duty for a while, like, Call of Duty for a while was nothing but futuristic stuff, I didn't like that. So I'm glad they're starting to go. They got the peak of future, and now they're heading down. Yeah. Uh, so now, number four... Um, for me, it is Dying Light 2. First, Dying Light was really good, but Dying Light 2, they've added so much more. I mean, like, they, like, the whole game mechanics and everything in the game looks really good. It's really smooth. It does look like one of those games where they updated their graphics for the trailer, though. I will be honest with that. But also, the whole E3 presentation was basically talking about how they're taking it to the next level with basically... Every action that you do can change the world. Everyone can have their own separate experience in this world. Um, So if you choose to do one thing over another during a decisive time, so like maybe attack people instead of uh, like kind of bartering with them and trying to come up with a, you know, resolution between the two of you, then you'll have two completely different outcomes and then every outcome will have another branch that will split and it just keeps going and it keeps forking off and so, so that way everyone has their own world. And to, that to me is really interesting. And I really want to see a lot of these different like, because for me, like I don't usually watch games on YouTube unless it's like multiplayer sometimes or like strategic games. Um, but for this, like I would totally go onto YouTube and just watch everyone's gameplay because everyone is just, it's just going to be different for everyone. So it's... It's this really dynamic game, and it looks really interesting. And, of course, Dying Light already had a very good first game. 
Um, so it's very exciting that they're making a sequel. I don't know if it's sequel in timeline or if it's just they're making another one, kind of like Doom. But, yeah. All right. So next in line is Dirt Rally 2. Uh, I don't know. If, as you know, I'm a huge race fan. I love racing games. And I've loved Dirt Rally. Thanks to Malcolm here, I've actually played all of the Dirt games now. And Dirt Rally, the first one, was my favorite of all time. I'm my favorite of the series, so I'm really excited for Dirt Rally 2 to come out, and I hope it's just as good as the first one. So, uh, for number four, I picked uh, Dying Light 2, just like Malcolm, and the first game was super awesome, it was very fun to play, and the way that they presented this next game into in E3 was just, it, it's, I'm so excited for it. The way they're taking it to the next level and everything with all these new features and turning it into your own creative world, like I, I'm super hyped, I'm very excited for it. And for me, like both Malcolm and Ethan, I have Dying Light 2 in this position on my list. But for me, I the reason I have it on my list is more for the speedrunning aspect of the game. Because mm, yeah. Dying Light, the original, mm -hmm. it had a giant speedrunning community in it. And I've recently been getting more into watching speedrunning and stuff, but... I haven't been able to do it myself. Everyone's gone through those phases. Haven't wanted, <laughs> haven't wanted to do it myself for a lot of games because they've came out so long ago that it's just kind of pointless at this point to speedrun them. So with Dying Light 2 coming out, it would be a good opportunity to start trying to get into the whole speedrunning scene. Yeah, speed speedrunning is basically the puberty of gaming. <laughs> the puberty of gaming. Everyone goes through that phase, man. <laughs> Everyone goes through that phase. Alright, so, number five. Last of Us 2. First game, really amazing. Not very good gameplay, in my opinion. But the storyline was incredible. And they've actually updated the gameplay in this, like, a lot. To the point where you can even hide behind or slip through objects that are realistically, you're able to do that. So, like, in most games, you're not able to slip between, like, two chairs sometimes when you like realistically can in this like it could be a really tiny gap and you really have to squeeze through it but you still can and that's really cool and especially you can like in the gameplay trailer that they showed like the character hides underneath i forget what character it was um but she hides underneath the car and then she gets dragged like the people are looking for her and she gets dragged out from underneath of the car and that to me it's like really dynamic and it doesn't seem that like interesting but not a lot of games do that in fact it's only newer games because it's only because the programming for that stuff for whatever it is i'm not good at that kind of language stuff but it's not common because it's a lot harder to do it's much more advanced and newer and so it, it adds it's just definitely adds another layer of gameplay to it and that's actually what i'm really excited about and also just the con continuation of the story i mean the last of us left off in a very good spot and it was just the whole story was amazing took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> but as you can as you can tell my next game was also last of us 2 and basically all the same stuff as malcolm as you remember it was on my uh top five list for the action, action adventure yeah games. action adventure game i don't remember what it was but it was in the top five um really fun Unfortunately, I need to get a PlayStation, though, to play it. 
unless they somehow make it for PS2, that's about it. <laughs> but um, other than that, that's all I got. I think I think a lot of games would actually be really cool if, like, kind of like Last of Us, if they had a uh, a predecessor, not predecessor, but yeah, predecessor, right? I don't know. Don't look it up. A game that came up. A, a game that came out before this newer one, so basically Last of Us 1, that was on PlayStation 2. I think games that are coming out that are new, like a couple console generations in the future, should make one that's also for the couple generations in the past, just kind of as a throwback thing. I always thought so like that, that would remastered? be a cool idea. So like remastered? No, not remastered, just they would make Last of Us 2 for the PS2 as well. Oh. So it's kind of like a throwback thing. Alright, so my number five game was uh, Days Gone. Some games don't look fluid, especially zombie games. Sometimes they can have be like a really cool idea, but the gameplay just isn't like it isn't what you want it to be. This game looks super exciting and it looks very fluid. Like I, I'm just that E3 like gameplay trailer, everything about it, all uh, everything that's been shown so far looks amazing, and I just I think it's going to be a super cool zombie game. I also want to add on to that. Like one thing that I found really interesting about it is that you actually use the zombies to help you out sometimes. Yeah. Like, the character that you play, I don't remember his name, um, but essentially he set a charge on a wall and then blew open the wall and then all these zombies came rushing in and took over this camp that he was against. And so there's all sorts of things throughout the game, as far as I know, where you can actually use the zombies to your advantage. It's not just you're always trying to escape the zombies. Yeah, it's going to be very interactive. And then for my number five, I have Gears of War 5. And I haven't played much of the Gears of War series at all. I just started, I played Gears of War 4 a couple months ago. And as soon as I played that, I really liked the whole gameplay of it. And I saw that Gears of War 5 was coming out soon. And I can't wait to get that because they're going to... Gears of War 4 seemed like a testing way where they were testing out these different ideas and making a game yeah there's a pretty and, large gap between three and four and i want to see how these new devel- developmental things come into use in gears of war 5 all right so we're gonna move on to six and <laughs> lucky us it's elder scrolls six uh so <laughs> um so the entire elder scrolls series is is really amazing i mean especially the last elder scrolls skyrim that was, like, a lot of people, actually pretty sure, like, everyone who's played the game who is even mildly interested in it would just sit down and binge it for oh, yeah. hours. Oh, yeah. Because you would get sucked in immediately. And it's, like, I feel like a lot of games that I play, I can play it for a good, like, maybe couple hours. But then after that, it's, like, kind of change up what game I'm playing because I'm kind of getting a little bit bored. But, like, Skyrim, you could just, like, sit there, like, drooling on your keyboard just playing it throughout for like 24 hours and never stop and there's so many people that do this it has such a huge fan base uh sadly we don't know what elder Scrolls 6 is called yet but it definitely looks well it doesn't doesn't definitely look because i actually haven't really seen much of it but (laughs) but it definitely seems like it's gonna be really good especially with their high reputation um let's not hope it's another fallout tragedy (laughs) um so my number six is no one's ever going to believe this, but Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet Complete Edition. So I am would probably be considered a, a weeaboo. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching anime, um, and Sword Art Online is probably one of my favorites. And I've never played any of the games, but 
because a lot of them are almost in a way like telltale games. Like you make a lot of choices, just talk with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But this one is actually going to be a third-person shooter, and I'm really excited. Plus, it comes with all four or five DLC for it, um, and I'm just really excited, and I hope I get it.